don't hear anything, but he's there. Yeah. I bet he hears us, and he's like frantically pressing every button. <laughs> Can you hear me? Oh, there, there you are. Awesome. There we go. Sweet. It's working, guys. Woo! Like that scene when Anakin gets the pod racer to work, and it goes, it's working! <laughs> <laughs> that's what this is all about today i like that it, and i came up with i was thinking that exact same analogy <laughs> i'm sure you were i'm not oh. joking yeah <laughs> all right let me know when you're ready i'm ready okay so i can go ahead and well i'm used to us in the studio God damn it chris <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Nerds, Geeks, in the Kitchen Sink, the podcast about comics, games, sci-fi, horror, pop culture, music, movies, and a few surprises. I'm your host, Chris. I'm your other host, DK. You prove if you feel like it. <laughs> you can follow us on the usual social media places and join the conversation. I never say that. I don't know why. I always stick it down. I would just put it down. <laughs> Slacker. Very yeah. much a slacker. Well, Just because everyone. we're all stuck at home doesn't mean you have to be a slacker. Welcome to our first mobile episode. Mobile? Well, they're all mobile if you're on your phone. Yeah. What am I trying right. to say? Uh, remote? It's a remote episode. It is a remote episode. Mm-hmm. That other voice you hear on the on our uh, mobile episode is Jared's back with us. Say Hello. hi, Jared. Thanks for uh, having me back again. I definitely appreciate it no worries no we worries love having you. we love oh, yeah. having you it's a deep pleasure <laughs> all righty then do you guys want me to leave this conversation or just for like five minutes that's all <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> what have you guys been up to same thing as everybody else pretty much not much I, <laughs> little yeah. art little writing you know I've been on that unemployment train now for about a month and a half. How's your mental health? So, oh, dude, going stir crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't we all? Yeah. Well, um, you guys been playing any games, watching any movies, any kind of fun stuff? Of yeah, a little bit of both. Um, my girlfriend's son finally talked me into um, getting Call of Duty Modern Warfare, so I've been playing a lot of Warzone and multiplayer and whatnot with them. Nice, that's fun. Uh, yeah. Outside of that, I've been playing Final Fantasy VII. I did get back into Assassin's Creed Odyssey, uh, trying to get through some of that DLC, but I didn't make it too terribly far before Final Fantasy VII came out. You need to tell me about... <laughs> seriously, let's go into Final Fantasy VII real quick. I need to know what okay. your thoughts are so far. First of uh, all, I, before you talk about the new one, what's your uh, relationship with the original version? Um, I played it back in the day. Uh, I don't remember a whole lot about it because that's been however many years ago now. A few. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah. No, I, I played it. I loved it. Um... I didn't play eight or nine, so I don't really have that as a basis of comparison, you know, as a lot of people do. Um, But yeah, I I think Final Fantasy VII is without a doubt my favorite of the franchise out of the games that I've played. Okay. Um, I I think that's kind of a consensus, and with most people, I mean, you're going to have some. 
Of course, I'm the guy saying I don't know. <laughs> I have some real surprise. Well, I know some hardcore nerds that think Final Fantasy VII is garbage. Just saying. Well, I mean, now, now, hang on. I know a lot of Final general, I think the general consensus is your average player probably thinks seven is probably the the best one. I think you're right. It's the most weirdly beloved. And I, I'm kind of in between because I did play it back in the day and I did love it. But my friends who have pointed out all these problems with the story and like things about the game that are stupid, it's hard not to think about those. But the nostalgia trumps everything. So I'm, I'm kind of... I'm, I'm I mean, that's, that. yeah, that's exactly my point. I had that, and, you know, sometimes well, we I, have I that... Think, uh, not exactly. the remake... Um, does a lot to kind of solve some of those uh, plot holes from at least what I remember. Sure. Definitely go into a lot greater detail at explaining, um, you know, some of the backstories, you know, and some of the plot devices that were used in the original game that they really didn't give a whole lot of context, excuse me, a whole lot of context with. Sure. Um, So I I think that's one of the, you know, the biggest shining moments of the remake that's interesting so but you have all in all you're having a good time with the new version for sure uh it's it's a very delightful blend of like final fantasy 15 and then final fantasy 7 advent children right so if you enjoyed the movie you're it's basically just like playing the movie you know in terms of the graphics you know and everything else isn't it funny Uh, that basically the in-game graphics are the about as good as the movie was uh, I would say they're better. That's well. That's they're, what I'm saying. Back then, we saw that and thought, "Oh my God, Cloud looks so good." Oh, I wish the game could look like that. And now it looks all oh, right. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah. that's the thing. You've got to give it. You know, how many years and did the movie come out? 2005 oh, the or movie something. Came out <laughs> yeah, I was going to say six or seven. I thought it was five or six. I think I was in high school. I don't know, but either way, well, I also I, had a Japanese I, I copy. I literally just watched it the other day. Uh, just to kind of have a little bit of a nostalgia kick before I got into the game. And um, my girlfriend's son was in watching it with me because he has never seen it before. And um, he asked when the movie came out because of the animation being so good. And I was like, you know, you'd be surprised. This is actually a little bit older of a film. And I mean, I know it was before 2010 at any rate. Oh, yeah. I think I, I remember oh, watching definitely. it in high school. Yeah, I, I think it was like 2005 or six, Or at least, again, we watched like a Japanese version. So maybe uh-huh. it was like, I don't know when it came out in the U.S., but um, I've never seen uh, it with the I English voices. If I remember correctly, it came out shortly after the Japanese release. Okay. Uh, and also not the first Final Fantasy film. No? No. Uh, there, there's, and there's three total now. Oh, because uh, oh, the, the King one. The 415, yeah, there's one for Kingsglaive. Yep. Yeah, I've which never was, seen it. Which, which was all right. Yeah. You know, to me, it was, it kind of fell in that same category as Spirits Within. It really didn't necessarily feel like a Final Fantasy movie. But, um, it, you know, I, I still thought it was pretty enjoyable nonetheless. You know what's funny about the Final Fantasy Spirits Within? Me and my friends went to see it. Uh, and then we, instead, when we got there, we're like, oh, we didn't know Reign of Fire is out. So we're going to go see Reign of Fire instead. <laughs> <laughs> and then we went to the theater the next night to see Final Fantasy. And then when we walked up, we were like, guys, we could watch Reign of Fire again. <laughs> and, and instead of seeing Final Fantasy, we watched Reign of Fire the second night in a row. I mean, let's nice. be honest. You made a good choice. 
I mean, I will agree. I, I agree with Chris. I really enjoyed Rain of Fire. Spirits Within, not so much. Yeah. It was neat at the time because there wasn't much, you know, in the way of movies like that visually. Yeah. But, oh, uh, yeah, no, I, I definitely agree. Um, and that's the point I was going to make about the, uh, you know, the game now compared to, you know, talking about the movies. You know, I mean, just look at a game like Death Stranding now between right. movies of 2005, 2006, and how much time that animation put in to the game animation and movie yeah. part of something, you know, roughly 10, 15 years later. If you showed me Death Stranding when I was in high school, I would have I would have slapped you in the mouth and said, "Shut your whore mouth! This isn't real." <laughs> you would have said, "Yeah, I was going to say you would have said that I was lying that that yeah, wasn't real." This couldn't be a game. So I mean, and I, I, I'm glad the new Final Fantasy has kind of taken that step visually. So yeah, it's amazing. Oh yeah, for sure. And like, you don't lose. Like you know, one of the biggest gripes, you know, I. And I wouldn't say maybe it's a very you know widespread gripe, but you go from your cutscene graphics to your in-game graphics, and it's a complete and utter like departure. You know, right? Like, your cutscenes are cinematic level; they're great, and then you go back into your regular gameplay, and it's like nine day difference. Well, you don't have that with Final Fantasy VII. The graphics are the same from cutscene to actual gameplay. So you don't lose out in inequality or, you know, anything of that nature when right. you switch between the two. If you think about the original, that's like the one of the biggest problems is right. oh, cloud looks like a little uh, weird polygon mess. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, you've got these, you know, at the time, gorgeous cinematics and then you've got this, you know, 2D, what is it, the... Uh, uh, mobile or people remember the, those guys used to get in the McDonald's meals. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, yeah. Of Link. yeah. Or not, yeah. Did you say Link? You talking about Link? Like I I know I said Link. I meant Cloud. <laughs> Give me your gamer card. You've, it's hey, been no, 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 no. Hey, first of all, I gotta go back. Um, this totally off the thing, and we were talking about games. Oh no. <laughs> I found. Our 2DS that we haven't played in over a year, yeah. still charged. The 2DS is a beast of a thing. With Zelda in it, so that's why. Because that's how I was going to talk about my 2DS. I thought you were going to attack me with something. Like you went back and listened to a podcast and I made a mistake. And I was like, here I go. I'm going to get it. <laughs> well, I get it quite often, but you know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cloud, 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 cloud. I'm a, I'm about to finish Doom Eternal. Okay. How are you it's, enjoying it? It's fantastic. It's so good. When you it, it's very difficult. I like this trend of games being hard again. Yeah, um, you and me both. I and I, I had a really good time with uh, Doom Eternal as well. Did you finish um, it? I, I did. In fact I'm only one trophy away from my platinum. Good lord. But um the platinum is bugged for me and I can't obtain it. That's the worst. Yeah, and I mean, I realized that Doom Eternal was developed by ID or ID, mm -hmm. however you want to pronounce it, it's and ID, not I think. Bethesda. ID. <laughs> but 
it seems like the Bethesda curse has followed them. <laughs> you know, because uh, there's two or three trophies that are uh, bugged, but uh. the one in particular, uh, the Gunpletionist trophy, which um, you have to unlock and master all the mods for all the guns, right? seems to be the most widespreadly bugged trophy. And that's the one that's holding me back from my platinum. That's really lame. I'm sorry. <laughs> it sucks. The And the only way, or because you have to do it in one playthrough, too, so you can't do it across, like, multiple playthroughs. Oh. It all has to be on the same save file. So the literally the only way that you can fix it is by try playing through the game again yeah. and hope it doesn't bug out on you. Oh, I don't like it. That's rough. I mean, it's a fun yeah. game, but man, I don't know if I'd want to do it again right now. Yeah. <laughs> because I, I played through it on the extra life mode, you yeah. know, where, you know, you have to complete the game with basically like arcade, you know, you exactly have right. amount of lives and you have to complete the game with those lives or it's game over. Well, I, cause I already, I played it through on, um, ultra violence, mm-hmm. uh, first. And then I went back through chapter select and played through them again on nightmare difficulty. Right. And then I played through it again on extra life mode. It's like, do I really want to do it a fourth time? <laughs> you know, okay. one trophy. Yeah. Right. Just to get the final trophy I'm missing. I'm hoping that they can fix it with an update, but nothing has been said there. It's been complete silence on uh, its part. So I don't know if that's going to happen. That hurts. There's some talk that um, the mu- the music. Oh God, I just blanked on his name. I'm so sorry. Oh, uh, 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 it's like Samuel, isn't it? Something no, Samuel? no. The the guy who does the music for the for the you know the guitar guy. What is his name? Yeah. yeah um, Hang on, I'm googling it. Doom guitar <laughs> guy. <laughs> uh, but I know he's mad. He's extremely oh, mad. He's very mad. <laughs> Mick Gordon is his name. Mick Gordon, that's it. Yeah, uh, I I heard he was leaving. Well, I mean, it would make sense for him to be leaving anyway because the game's done. But I don't, I don't know. Somebody said like, oh, there was. I saw an article that there was like a bad mix of one of the tracks, or like maybe the whole album. And he yeah, was pissed the whole about album it. was botched. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> But anyway, I'm enjoying the game quite a bit. I'm almost done with it. I just haven't had a lot of time uh, to do it, but I will get it done soon. There you go. Chris, what have you been playing? I have only been playing a, a little bit. I haven't had a lot of time because I am still working. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I finally got to get back into Call of Duty. Thank God. Yes. But uh, I haven't gotten back into the story mode, you know, into the campaign yet. I've been kind of refreshing myself since it's been such a, what, two months since my PlayStation crapped out? Too long, yeah. Yeah, so I've been just doing, haven't, and I haven't wanted to go into Warzone yet. I've kind of watched a little bit, but... That's scary. <laughs> well, no, I mean, you know, it's just, it's like, God, I haven't played in like two and a half months. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna come in and get my ass handed to me right off the bat. Well, it's just how it goes. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's part of the fun of it. You know, getting <laughs> you good, bro. And get wiped by a 
you know, by a squad, you know, within the first couple minutes. Yeah, you know, that's that's how it goes. All twelve year olds <laughs> teabagging you. But, <laughs> but for the fact that I can't go get a new controller, <laughs> I don't want to start that. Oh, I see. It'll get launched across the room. Yes, yes. You know. Well, uh, we should play sometime, guys. Yes. Oh, I, I wholeheartedly agree. That'd be fun. I'm definitely down for that. But I'm also been, I've still been playing a ton of Apex, and I wish somebody would play with me. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I'm talking to both of you. I know. You know that game has three-man squads. How many of us are there? Uh-oh, there's three of us. Shut it. Hey, you know what also has three-man squads? Warzone. Yeah, well, I want to play that too. <laughs> <laughs> and it has four-man squads. Yes. So, so yes. my wife can play and complain all the time. <laughs> no, let's be real. I'd be the one that would be complaining. She'd be just doing murders. That's how it, that's how it is. Well, all right. Um, boy, that's all the games we've been playing, I guess. Oh, I got one more thing. One more thing if, if we're talking games. Uh, I've been, I, I've had a little extra downtime at work, and I've been playing um, Pokemon. I know that's crazy because I'm not a big Pokemon fan, but I've been playing Pokemon Fire Red. Okay, I was going to ask you which one. The old one for Game Boy Advance. Yes. I've been playing it on my phone. Um, I forgot, I didn't forget, but man, it's just like, it's a game you don't really have to pay attention to, because like, I am in the, in the middle of doing things, like I'm answering the phone and stuff, but like, there's not much to do otherwise, so I'm just, you know, I can put the phone down, forget about it for 20 minutes, and then, oh, I'm in the middle of a battle, but it doesn't matter that I wasn't paying attention. So, right. yeah. yeah, I like the old school Pokemon, it's, I don't know, very comfortable, very familiar, and uh, I've had a really good time, I've been uh, making an awesome squad. Yeah, the old Pokemon games were, like, I grew up with them. You know, I, mm -hmm. I played Blue and Red when they first came out. Same. They had Yellow, you know, then Silver Gold, et cetera, et cetera. I played, I played through the first, like, three generations, you know, before I finally, like, stopped with the handheld games. Yeah. Uh, as sad as that is, like, I... Like, I always go back thinking that I'm going to get a handheld device, which I did get the Switch. Yeah. But even now, I hardly touch my Switch, which is kind of sad because yeah. there's so many good games to play on it. But I always find myself kind of having a little bit of a nostalgic kick reminiscing about the old uh, Game Boy games. Not just Pokemon in general, but uh, like the old handheld Legend of Zeldas. Yeah. You know, fire. You know the original Fire Emblem, sure, etc. I I really miss them, you know. And um, we've been going through a lot of the stuff at the house, and I too just recently found my Game Boy Advance SP, nice, along with several of my old games. Probably still fully so. charged. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't did turn it on to try, but I wouldn't be surprised. Guaranteed. Uh, Game Boy Advance had some of my all-time... That might be my, one of my favorite systems ever. The Game Boy the Advance, Advance had so many good, good things. I'm serious. It had uh, Castlevania, and it had Golden Sun, and it had... I mean, there were uh, just a jillion things I loved to play, and I would still go back and play them today. Yeah, so that's that system is worth getting back at if you got one. And, you know, yeah. people have time on their hands. Maybe now's a good time. <laughs> All right. Any uh, any entertainment news we want to talk about? I mean, everything's canceled. 
Right. Well, um, the one thing I did here is they're already starting pre-production on season three of The Mandalorian. Yes, I saw that as well. And there's the a, a spinoff of um, The Mandalorian that'll be it's in development right now. They, I mean, they kind of made the statement of it's a female, was it female-driven so it's like okay, well, is it the, the Cara show? Dune show? What is it? Yeah, I know, and no, for a, for a another show for Disney Plus. Yeah, could it be no, the Cara Dune show? show? Let's let's have a Cara I Dune mean, show. I, well, they're they're talk with the whole Ahsoka Tana being in season two. All right, they'll want to give her a show. Yeah, I mean, and let's be honest. If it is, you know, she hasn't come out and and a hundred percent said it's her. But Rosario Dawson, you know, you're not going to just put her on, even though they've had a ton of, you know, really great actors. Um, you're not going to put something, you know, someone like Ahsoka Tana in Mandalorian for a couple of episodes and not, you know, and with Rosario Dawson being her sure. and not to have another series out of it. It does seem like you're going to. Yeah, so, it I mean, does seem like that. Yes. I have such fond memories of Mandalorian already. Well, and on on May the fourth, did you see the uh, the gallery, uh, the Mandalorian gallery show? Yeah, I can't wait to watch it. So I know it's got a round table with like the directors, round table with the actors, and then it's eight episodes. So apparently, the way it sounds is it's it's a eight episode. That is in conjunction with the eight episodes of The Mandalorian. Right. That's cool. So, I can't wait to watch. I mean, I'll take anything at this point. Yeah, same I here. I will devour that show. <laughs> I know. And everything now, that I've heard of the, the second season, I'm excited for. Sure. So. Oh, you and me both. You and me both. Have you heard whether or not all these roundtable episodes are going to be released at the same time? Or is it going to be weekly? Boy, I um, hope it's all at the same time. <laughs> I'm afraid it's probably not because of the fact that, let's be honest, they're totally going because of the fact that we've got such a long wait and over the summer there's not a ton of new stuff until this fall. They're going to draw out, you know, episodically the stuff that they're coming out with. I mean, that seems to be the ammo for, for Disney plus. Yeah. I don't know. That's rough. Normally I would prefer it to be weekly to be honest. Cause I like to stretch Why? it out. It was such a fun time to wait and like, you know, Oh boy, when's the next episode? Because their release schedule was funky for the Mandalorian. It was like a fun, weird waiting game. Right. But there would be times it's like, Oh, Hey, we're dropping the one on Wednesday. Yeah. Okay. Well, no. And then, then next week it's going to be on Friday. So you got a little longer wait this time. Yeah. But it would always, it would always end up being like the best episodes you had to wait just a little bit longer for. It seemed like, yeah. It, it was almost so like good. They, they, they kind of scheduled it that way on purpose. They know what they're doing. It seems like oh, they might oh, know obviously. what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and then the new show that's coming out about the um, special effects and the props and stuff used in the, in movies. Yeah. That really seems interesting that I'm what I want to see. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. There's finally going to get some more stuff on Disney plus that I care about. Right. So 
Uh, speaking of other TV shows, I finished I finished that Cursed Films uh, documentary series. Really? I really liked it, but I, some of it was... Uh, the last episode was Twilight Zone, and that was real hard to watch. That was tough to watch. Right. Um, not because it was bad, but because of what it was about. I don't know if you know any of that stuff, but man, oh, it was Oh, yeah, terrible. yeah, I remember. I'm, re- yeah. I, I'm remembering the whole filming of that yeah. movie. I, I did not want to see any of that footage and they showed a lot of it. So well, I, it was really rough. Uh, that was hard to watch. And they, and they really, I, I mean, I get the point they're trying to make is like, they're trying to show you how bad it was, you know? Right. So but boy, was it bad. So all in all, I really liked the show. I think my favorite episode was probably, um, I don't know. There was one about the omen that was really fun. Um, and then there was one about, uh, well, the poltergeist one had probably the best bit where the, the, the guy who did some of the props was like, you, you, you better believe we use human skeletons, basically. And if that surprises you, uh, sorry. But like, he, and then he names like a bunch of other things that had used real human skeletons because I guess the, the truth of it is to, to have a, an artist sculpt you a skeleton is way more expensive than just getting an actual skeleton. Well, I can imagine. Yeah. So he's like, sorry. <laughs> so that was great. I, I really, especially that episode was really good. Well, I mean, that's the whole story with, um, was it, isn't it in, at Disneyland uh, in the Haunted Mansion? Oh, they have actually, a skeleton? Yeah, they actually have a couple of real skeletons in there. I believe it. I don't, I think maybe I've heard that a long time ago, but. I don't really remember any specifics about that. I mean, I, I remember seeing seeing the story on that. I think they've changed it out since then, you know. But uh, for the most part, I think that's. that's I think cool. that's fact checked and that's, said it's true. That's so. what I want my skeleton to do: is scare people. <laughs> <laughs> I would love that. The whole uh, Vincent Price three D you yes. have it pop up during uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Yes. <laughs> I wanted to like, yeah, like chase a, chase a person. <laughs> and it was Pirates of the Caribbean too. But the, uh, I think the Florida actually has fake, has started with fake ones, but I think the one in California, both the Pirates and the Haunted Mansion, if I remember the story right. Somebody awesome. correct, well, with all those, correct me, but. With all those alligator attacks and whatnot, you know. Plenty of skeletons around. Plenty, plenty of skeletons. They're just everywhere. <laughs> well, those are just all in the lake at the bottom, but, you know. <laughs> People who screw up at Disney, you go into the bottom yeah. of the bog. <laughs> you know, leave your kid wandering and, you know, an alligator swamp, what do you get? Well, I don't know. He went on Mr. Toad's wild ride and never come back. <laughs> I guess it was a real wild ride. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, we I, I gave you guys. So I guess homework. we know how Carol Baskins uh, got rid of any kids, then, huh? Yeah, a wild <laughs> ride. Carol Baskin. Oh God. <laughs> anyway, I gave you guys homework. Okay. Yeah, and I'm totally unprepared. I'm just going to say that right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the only one that did the homework. Okay. Great. Yeah, I have a good memory of of things I've watched. So. Oh, uh, b- by the way, before I get into this, I want to okay. make I want to make uh, a change to the last episode we did. We played the Desert Island game, right? Yes. And you said um, something that I need I could take with me that didn't really have any 
purpose, but would be of a sentimental value. Okay. I cannot believe that I did not say the, the number one with a bullet thing I would bring with me is my screen accurate Tom Servo from Mystery Science Theater 3000. Why would I not have said that? Of course. That's what I would, uh, that's what I would bring. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Oh, Zoom just popped up and said, we've removed the 40-minute time limit on your group meeting. Thank you. Sweet. Didn't know awesome. that existed. <laughs> <laughs> Did we blow through the 40 minutes already? We've already Pretty done much, yeah. 40 minutes. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, anyway. So the, what, the homework I asked you guys to do was to pick three uh, streaming movies uh, to watch. Now, everyone, you know, a lot of people still stuck at home. So uh, just some things that we, people would want to watch that maybe might not be the normal. Because, like, look, I could say it follows all day. Uh, or, uh, you know, Army of Darkness, but you know I'm going to say those things. So I wanted to pick some stuff that was a little different. So uh, that's, that's, how I, uh, that's how I did these picks. You guys can do your picks wherever you want, but just three streaming picks that we recommend. Um, I picked all mine from um, Netflix. So, um, but any, anything, anything that can be streamed. So, and if you guys want, I will start. Uh, yes, please. <laughs> well, here, hold on. Sean was supposed to join us. He he got stuck doing. He he got stuck not being able to. But he didn't just send me his homework. So why don't I do his first, and then Dustin, you can do yours, and then we'll 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 discuss each of Jared and I's after that. Do his okay. first. Okay, Sean's. He says a movie, and this is on Amazon. Uh, it's Blade of the Immortal, the live-action version. Yeah. He said, um, hardcore, uh, mature film, but awesome. Um, he's got a, a couple of shows after that. Lego Masters. He said, that one's on Hulu right now and on actual, um, on Fox. And then his last one is Car Masters, Rust to Riches on Netflix. It says it revolves around Gotham Garage, and they build up hot rods and stuff. He goes, I don't know why, but I flipped it on and, and just couldn't stop watching. So those were his three. Okay. I definitely differ. I didn't expect a uh, – I expected the first one, but not the hot rods. Yeah. Well, that's, that's cool. what he said. Yeah, and if you know Sean, it's not like he's a big hot rod car guy. No. So. That may be one I'll have to see what kind of, you know, is it one of those that, you know, it's like the, the whole Tiger King thing. It's a, oh boy. <laughs> of a, you know, of a group of guys, but they build the hell out of cars or, or is it, you know, one of those, you know, things that it's so interesting, like the old, uh, what was the old MTV Pimp My Ride thing? Pimp My Ride. Yeah, Pimp My Ride, yeah. No dog. <laughs> <laughs> and then all the exhibit uh you know memes we, we, from back we, in the day we, we put a sword on your sword so you can slice while you slice <laughs> <laughs> that's for you sean yeah oh goodness all right cool well thanks for those pics sean sorry you couldn't join but uh maybe next time it's fine i'm not mad <laughs> i'm not mad <laughs> i swear <laughs> uh. okay 
So then I'll go ahead with my first, go for my it. first pick. My first pick. Now it's certainly still well within my wheelhouse, but uh, my first pick is a Netflix movie. It's called Apostle. Anybody seen that? I have. I got to watch go about ahead. twenty minutes of it, and then I had to stop and do something else, and I haven't got back to it. Jared, have you seen it? I have not. No. Okay, put it on your list. It's great. It's a. Uh, it, it's a it, it very much feels like Bioshock in some ways. Um, there's this island. It's very out on its own, and there's this guy who has made his own like utopian society, and. On the surface, everything seems great, but then as you dig a little deeper and peel the layers back, something's going on. There's some strangeness. <laughs> it has a bit of a Wicker Man feel. It's got great actors. Some of the bad, I mean, so good. The actors are amazing. Um, it is. It kind of feels unique, like, uh, but also familiar at the same time. Like it's like a weird twist on Wicker Man, sort of. Um, it's not what you'd Ooh. expect, though. And I really, really enjoy. It. I don't want to tell you much about it because it will give away some of the fun things about it. But um, it's definitely worth your time. It's called Apostle, and it's on Netflix. It's a horror movie. Um, it's great. Just check it out. It's very fun. Right on. That's my first pick. Who's next? That's your first pick. Go ahead, Jaren. Oh, boy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so this is actually a movie that I've mentioned before on one of my previous appearances on the podcast, uh, Polar. Oh yeah, I absolutely love it. Um, for those who don't know what it is, um, basically John Wick, but with Mads Mikkelsen. It's such a fun movie. Um, Mads is a hitman. Uh, he's near in retirement. He gets out of the game, and the uh, company, for a lack of a better word, that he was employed through. Uh, puts a hit out on him uh, because of their retirement package. Um, basically, if, they don't want to pay him his retirement money. Basically, basically, yeah, basically is what it boils down to. You know, they don't want to pay him his retirement, so they send out a group of contract killers to hunt him down and try to collect. Um, very um, over the top in some scene, you know, it's ridiculous uh, some scenes. Um, you know what you're in for when the first scene has the Johnny Knoxville cameo. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I've yeah, got to see this. Yeah. And then the classroom scene is probably <laughs> one of my favorite scenes. He teaches the child how to gut someone in front of the teacher. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's my first pick. That's a good choice. That movie was that fun. Is- that's what I'll have to go to. You'll like it. I guess my turn, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay. One that it's just started. Um, it is on Showtime and on the streaming Showtime. The new Penny Dreadful. I've heard things oh, about it, but I haven't watched off? it yet. Yeah. It, it just came out. And I got to watch it a couple days early because I knew the, the Showtime streaming. But... Yeah, it is really, really good. Um, a lot different concept than the original. Okay. Um, it's about two... Um, it, it takes place in like the pre-World War II or right around that time uh, Los Angeles. And the two main characters that I consider the main characters are two 
like Mexican deities. Oh. So the the goddess of that um, transports the dead to the afterlife and her sister, which is kind of, I mean, it's almost kind of the um, God and, and the devil when it's these two women. Interesting. And, and the sister who is played by, oh shoot, she was in Game of Thrones. I cannot remember her name right now. Uh, Natalie Dormer? Yes. She plays multiple characters. Oh, cool. That basically, but it's her, this goddess, and she's basically kind of putting that whisper in in certain people's ears to like, you know, shape events to go in a certain direction. And it's really, I mean, it's really interesting. The very first episode was just wild. So that's something you guys will have to check out. Yeah, I like the original show. Yeah, I did too. This is a totally, di- I mean, it, it uses the same name, you know, but in totally different than the original which I liked a lot. Yeah, that's interesting. That's cool. It's really good. And it's just getting started. So, I mean, and it's going to be, you know, weekly since it's on, a, on Showtime. So nice. Very cool. So, all right. I, all right. I'll do my, okay. Pick number two. Uh, I wanted to, you know, I wanted to do horror stuff, but I, I was going through some stuff I'd watched and I saw this on a list and I said, Oh my God. This this movie, it's another Netflix movie. It is a uh, Netflix movie called Mind Horn. Has anyone seen Mind Horn? No, <laughs> no, I I haven't even heard of it. It is Julian Barrett from The Mighty Boosh, who plays Howard Moon. You guys know Mighty Boosh? Yeah, that's um, old Greg, isn't it? That's old Greg. He, <laughs> but now he isn't. He isn't old Greg. He's um. He's Howard Moon. He's the one that catches old Greg. Oh, gotcha. When old Greg says, the, the, what are you doing the, in my waters? He says, nothing, <laughs> not fishing. The, the, the fuzzy little man peach. Yeah. Right. The it. fuzzy little man peach himself. Uh, <laughs> he, he is Mindhorn. Uh, he is this, like, he had a TV show in the past that was popular, but it was kind of stupid. Like, kind of like Six Million Dollar Man or something. But, um his like I can see the truth like I guess is what it is and okay. it's it's very like the premise is so dumb but um there is a let's just say that there is a person who believes that that show was real but this person also might be uh a killer or we think we don't really you don't really know exactly but right. like, basically the police say we need you to come and help us with this or people might get hurt uh, and he's like, it's really awkward. It's kind of painfully awkward. He's, he's clearly <laughs> really, he's full of himself. He's a total douchebag, but he's also, uh, like a coward. And he's also, he's all washed up and like, he's clearly like a has been. And, uh, it's him dealing with his, uh, well, a lot of his past. It's very funny. I, I don't want to, again, I don't want to give too much away cause I'll, I'll ruin some of the stuff, but there's some amazing scenes. He's his comedic timing is among the best. I, I love it. Uh, I fully recommend it. Mind Horn. It's on Netflix. Mind Horn. Okay. It's very funny. It's very funny. Yeah, very definitely have to check it out. Yeah. Jared? 
Oh, right. Uh, Return. And I forgot to mention, too, my first pick, Polar, was on Netflix. Um, My second one also comes from Netflix, uh, The Ritual. Yes, I almost picked it. Yep. Um, uh, I'm trying to (laughs) trying to remember, you know, some factoids about it without giving too much away. Yeah, that one you can really ruin. Right. Um, It's a group of uh, four friends. Uh, They go on a hiking trip together. Um, Their relationship is kind of strained from the get go, but the events that happen while they're out on the hiking trip. Uh, really puts their friendship to the test. You uh, can say that, yeah. <laughs> it, right, yeah. Uh, they stumble upon some, or they stumble upon this uh, cabin in the woods. Uh, always a good sign. <laughs> right, yeah, always, always a great sign. And what they find inside, um, you know, not only tests like I said, test their friendship, you know, but what they um, uh, see within themselves too, I guess, for a lack of a better word. Right. Well, they're dealing with the demons of a, of a previous happening. I don't want to say too much, but it's like one of the first things you see in a movie. Right. Uh, but yeah, they're dealing with, obviously they're dealing with something that happened in the past. Yeah. There's uh, inner turmoil. Like I said, turmoil amongst the, you know, amongst the members of the group. But let's say this um, about it. it. It is a creature feature. I think you can safely say that without giving yeah. too much away. Uh, I mean, you, 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 in the uh, trailer, so. Oh, you do see it in the trailer? Like sh- shadows and silhouettes. You don't okay. get a full. But well, we don't do- want to say too much, okay. but yeah. yeah, it is a great, it is a great uh, creature. Uh, and, and I, to be, I just wanted to say that the scene with the, um, the statue thing in the, in the house, the little, it's Oh like yeah. The wicker. It's not wicker, but what is it? It's like made out of twigs or something. Yeah. That thing yeah, creeped kinda, me out. Kind of Blair, kind of Blair witchish. I think almost. scarier. Yeah. yeah. That was very, but, that creeped me out. But yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, Dustin, did you know that the director of that movie, he directed two of the episodes on creep show? I did. Yes. Yeah. That I can't recommend creep show enough guys. I loved it. Yes. And apparently the reboot of Hellraiser. Yep. I he's going to be directing that one. Yep. And that's kind hands. of fitting that the feel of the ritual in Hellraiser. Yeah, I think we're in good hands. So. I think we've finally gotten back to an era of horror that we're starting to get some really talented directors. And well, it's like it's kind of taking it in the directions that we wanted it to go and not the direction it went for a while. I think the whole Blumhouse thing really helped. I think that was a big part of the boom, but absolutely. What's your uh, second pick? My second pick is one that's finally able to watch. Dustin knows where I'm going with this. I think I do. I think I might've watched it last night. Did you watch it last night? Yep. The Lighthouse. The Lighthouse. Oh, very good. Very I wasn't good. sure if you were going to bring if it up or not. Thought the Witch was a psychological horror. You ain't seen nothing yet. Oh, man. This is, for lack of a, a better term, this is a mind 
track of a movie. <laughs> when you get the payoff, when you get the payoff at the end. There's a few payoffs in that movie. Yes. The fart is probably the best. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Willem Dafoe's um, fart on command. Reportedly, that is that is a real fart, by the way. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I think that movie was a trip. Yes, it was. I, I really did like it. But I, the, the scene when they just keep screaming what at each other. I know. <laughs> Well, it's it's very Lovecraftian in a way. Like, sure. well, you, you know, can interpret it that got, way. Yes. Yeah. You know, they they've got you know the the spiraling descent into madness. You know, and of course they're the only two people in the lighthouse on on this little island. Yeah. And I mean, it's just oh, it's I I don't I I can't say enough good things about the movie, and the <laughs> plot is very minimalistic. So it's right. It, you know, it's. Nobody talks for spoiler. 15, 20 minutes. You know? I was going to say, there's, there's times, that, you know, it's an hour and 46 minutes, I think, somewhere around there. And there are segments in that movie that it's like no dialogue for 15 minutes at a time. Well, and, and also spots. no answers. Lots of questions and no answers. <laughs> no <laughs> answers. I mean, yeah. even, even what I consider the payoff at the end is still not a complete answer. Mm-hmm. And I brought this up during our best of 2019 uh, episode. How it's shot is so claustrophobic. It's crazy. Um, I think that affected me more than the madness being displayed on screen. I think it helped for you sure. Know. You feel squeezed. Oh, absolutely. You know, you just feel uncomfortable during the entire movie. Is it just me, or is it, you know, the well? That they had every time they would look, he would do something in the well. I just got even more claustrophobic because of the way it was shot and just over, and there was never really any huge thing when it came to that. But it was just like almost a, sure. a descent into into hell, kind of. You know, it's like what am I waiting for at this point? You know, I thought that the the cistern would be more of a plot point uh those things are scary uh, in real life anyway so yeah that's i i was ready to be freaked out by that but it didn't it didn't actually do much but but it it added more to the creepy mood the whole thing is mood well and you know i always go back to the old steven seagal uh you know line the anticipation of death is worse than death itself You love Steven Seagal, don't you? (laughs) So do I. Come on. One thing I really loved was the to 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 go back to the spiral that when they're the way they shoot down that lighthouse and you see the spiral around them almost and you see it as if it's like almost a tentacle kind of wrapping around squeezing. Uh, I think that's a pretty good uh, way to interpret the whole movie. Yeah, and because it just gets tighter and yeah. tighter and tighter as the movie goes. And that last scene on the staircase, you know, that you're looking down the final time you see it, doesn't it almost like it's like at the end of it, it's almost like a pinhole? It seems like, you know. Yeah, I'm sure that was on purpose. I loved it. That was fun. Yeah. When he, and when he's like, uh, he's so offended that he doesn't like his, uh, doesn't like his cooking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was very funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good choice. Well, good choice. Definitely a good choice. And that's streaming on Amazon Prime right now. That is streaming on Amazon Prime. 
So, is that my number three? It is your number three. We're already there. All right. Well, my number three, right back to the playbook. It's uh, Autopsy of Jane Doe. Uh, I've talked about it before, but this one I think was only recently added to Netflix, and I think probably a lot of people still haven't seen it. And they should see it. It was it was running on one of the uh, movie channels, and then it, it just recently came to Netflix. It's so good, guys. Have you seen yes, it, Jared? Yes. No, I have not. Oh. Um, it, it's been a movie that I've seen around Walmart for years. Uh, it's always kind of piqued my curiosity, but I never pulled the trigger and bought it. But it's one that I do want to check out when I get some I time. Can, I could tell you definitively it's worth a blind buy. It's worth it. Uh, it, it is a fantastic movie. It, it's got Brian Cox who I love. Uh, oh, okay. He, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's very good. The movie itself is about uh, a man and his son that run a, like a mortuary and okay. uh, they receive a body. And they're trying to figure, you know, determine the cause of death and stuff. I guess they're, I guess it's the morgue. I don't know, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And, um, right. They, they try, they're trying to determine the cause of death and things get weirder from there. There is a huge twist. I don't want to give it away. I won't even get close to it. The twist is fantastic. It's amazing. Uh, it's a very creepy movie. Again, we're talking about atmosphere and mood with, with the lighthouse, but this thing also is kind of dripping with that. Yeah kind of a uh, dread and what is this what's actually going on here well, and it's another one even a movie in color the lining has a lot to do with well and it's very claustrophobic and you'll see why but the, yeah. the way their area is set up it's very claustrophobic um and there's a storm and stuff oh man it's very very good i don't want to tell you hardly anything about it because i don't watch a trailer if you're thinking about watching the movie just turn it on yeah okay just check it out awesome. it, it's, it's on netflix now um, all my picks were on Netflix and Autopsy of Jane Doe, very scary, uh, very well made. 10 out of 10, two thumbs up for me. Very cool. My uh, third pick is also on Netflix. Again, all three of mine are on Netflix. Um, the Foreigner with Jack Chan. Yes, I just watched it recently. <laughs> we, you and I talked to Bon and Dustin, didn't we? That yeah, was- we did. Um, thoroughly enjoyed it. It's a very serious movie, uh, unlike most of other Chan's, you know, quirky action style uh, flicks, comedy action, or whatever you want to label it sure. as. Um, it follows uh, Chan, who's, I forget what his name was, but I think he was a businessman uh, in the movie. He, 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 runs the, he runs the restaurant. Right. Okay, that's right. Yes. And, um, his daughter is the is a victim of more or less a politically motivated terrorist attack. Yep. And um, after losing the rest of his family beforehand, his daughter was his last, you know, his last family member. Um, Chan kind of goes mad looking for, you know, the people responsible for his uh, daughter's death, which leads him into kind of a, cat and mouse type chase, you know, hunting these people down. Well, with Pierce Brosnan, by the yeah, way, with Pierce Brosnan, and, yeah. and probably my favorite thing he's done maybe ever. He's so good agree. in this movie. Uh, Pierce played an excellent villain uh, for sure. 
I've never seen him like that before. He he, he was so real. I real I loved it. I and really have to mention the director of this movie also directed uh, Casino Royale. Yes, I was going to get there. I was going to yeah. bring Bond into it. Um, but yeah, um, another stellar flick uh, for sure. Yeah, I also fully endorse that movie. It was very, very good. I don't want to say it was fun because it wasn't fun. Right. Uh, but it was, uh, man, uh, really good. I would watch it again today. Chris, I think it's you. It's me. You're okay. The final one. I am the final one. All right. Yeah. This is a another. This is a mini series that is on Amazon Prime. It is from the Agatha Christie novel, The Pale Horse, and it's um, it's got uh, uh, Rufus uh, Sewell. Yep. He is he's the main guy. Um, it's set in like the sixties in England. Um there's these deaths that are happening around and um apparently one of the one of the first deaths that you see is this lady who's she's in her in her place her hair is falling out i mean she almost looks like you know someone dying of cancer kind of you know a thing her hair is falling out and everything else well she you see her writing this list and one, this guy's name's on it with a question mark, but she dies. She's got this listener in, in her shoe and detectives find her. Everyone on this list is dying the same way. Yep. And like they were healthy before and dying. Well, it turns out there's these three, what you think are witches that there, there's this huge connection. Um, it's got, um, the guy that played Alfred in Gotham. Nice. Like the lead detective. Nice. And it's it's kind of this noir detective slash horror sci-fi kind of feel to it. What's it called again? It's called The Pale Horse. The Pale Horse. Uh, this has been recommended to me by somebody else. So this is the second recommend I've had on that. I'm going to have to watch it. Yeah, it's really, really good. So, I mean, and it's... There, there's some twists even in the first episode of how these people are all connected. That sounds good. That might be a thing. Yeah, that, that that's going to be something I watch pretty soon, I think. Yeah, it's on, and it's it's another episodic one. It's on episode two, and I know this week three will come out. Is that a Prime show? Is it on Amazon Prime? Yes, it is a Prime show. Okay, yeah, I'm going to have to watch that. That's awesome. But yeah, I like that, that noir detective with a a uh, slash of uh, you know horror sci-fi in it. So yeah, that sounds great. Well, that cool. Really good. Those are all good picks. I'm glad it w- we had no overlap. That's awesome. Yeah, I think in the the first time ever. <laughs> yeah, I think that's probably the last time. But uh, those picks are important to me in particular because I'm looking for things to watch, and uh, I, I appreciate you guys giving me those lists. Uh, I'll check those things out. Um. Before we go, I wanted to go into uh, I I've been watching a lot of haunted house movies. Ooh, and uh, in particular, uh, the Amityville movies. And I think, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I think, Chris, are you are you in a, involved in a fist fight right now? <laughs> Do you need backup? No, I'm good. I'm good. Sorry. All right. 
sound like you were being slammed up against a desk and papers <laughs> flying everywhere. No. In, in all transparency, I hit my damn elbow on the desk and then like hit my microphone with my hand when I did it. So you should have just said yes. I just knocked a guy mean, out. Don't worry yeah, about it. You know, you know, I'm pulling the uh, Jim Carrey liar liar. I'm kicking my own ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, uh, I I've been wa- we've been watching these Amityville movies, and I I just wanted to go into well, first of all, I love them. People really don't like this franchise for some reason. I think it gets a bad rap. Yeah, I don't really get it because they're fun. Oh, sure, they're bad. They're not good, but they're they're no. so much fun. And I love a good haunted house movie, right? But I just have to tell this quick little story because when I was a kid, I saw a movie that scared the crap out of me. Where and I'm sure it was on Sci-Fi or something. And it was late at night, and I'm watching it by myself. And um, I remember think. Paintbrush just, or I thought it was blood maybe, but this, again, this was like I saw at so young, I don't really, you know, the details are hazy. But how I remembered it was, it was blood being written on the wall by an unseen hand. And uh, it said something to do with pigs on it. And I was, and, 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 and like the way it was written scared me. And, and the way it was uh, like animated going onto the wall scared me. And there was some other stuff too in the scene that scared me. I could this never isn't another hanging uh, slumber sleeping bag story, is it? No, this is a real <laughs> that boy, yeah, embarrassing. Um, but anyway, I could never find it. I could never find it. And we started watching this Amityville. It's Amityville Two, uh, the Possession. Oh, okay. And there's, I started to get little hints like, wait, this could be that thing. And I even said it when we first started, I was talking to my wife and I was like, I wonder if this could be that thing. And the, it happened and I got the chills and I, I couldn't believe that I finally discovered what movie it was. I thought I would never <laughs> find out because it's like, it's a thing I tried to Google. I tried to ask people and no one, no one oh, had I the answer, but there it was. So, uh, Amityville 2 had some good scares. It was fun. I like a good haunted house movie. No, I good mystery is solved. Yeah, there you go. Now, I told you the story about um, the house um, that I lived with with my yes. sister. Yeah, it looks like the Amityville house. <laughs> and, that, and that's the same house that, you know, her grandpa passed away in that I, I kept hearing upstairs. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I have a, you know, a... I don't want to say a soft spot for the Amityville movies, but yeah. it definitely uh, brings back nostalgia memories. I get what you mean. They're fun. Uh, yeah. But I recommend those two. Those are good. Uh, I've watched a ton of stuff lately, but um, those were those were the most important thing pretty much for some reason. <laughs> Amityville movies. I mean, right. There's tons of good haunted house movies. I, but the thing is, it's lately they're hard to find. Sure. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, like, unless you actually own the movie, you know, I, what Chiller would probably be about the only place that you could probably Shutter, yeah. Or, yeah. or Shutter. Why would I say Chiller? Well, Ch- Chiller is also like the same thing. There is yeah. a thing called oh, Chiller. Oh, is there? Oh, yeah, is there a Chiller. Oh, yeah. okay. But I was totally thinking Shutter. <laughs> but yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, you, I, I've preached about the good word of Shutter. Uh, yes, many times have. actually yeah. it's funny because i was having an issue trying to watch cursed films and i tweeted something i was kind of angry and i was like i just want to watch this on my playstation 4 why isn't it working and shutter uh followed me on twitter and sent me a dm and they were like hey 
can you can you tell us more about the error? We're sorry this happened. And I, I was like, just explaining it. And I basically wow. was like, I was like, look, you know, I, I'm not mad. I just, I love your service, but I really want this to work. I want to watch this. And they're like, we're, you know, we understand we're sorry, you know? And, um, I said, huh. but I said, by the way, I, I love your service. And I, if, can, can you make me a, can I be an ordained shutter minister? Because I preach about it all the time. And they're like, well, <laughs> but, and, and without like, without hesitation, they said, well, I don't think I have the authority for that, but you can at least be a You can at least be a uh, missionary. <laughs> so I'm officially a shutter missionary. All right. Very nice. <laughs> That's awesome. Yep. So, so that, that uh, story needs to be a tag worthy uh, thing on this episode. Maybe it will. <laughs> Maybe it will. Anybody else, anything else you want to go over before we're done? Well, no, I, I was just going to go with talking about with haunted house movies. I mean, some uh, some people don't like Thirteen Ghosts, but I think it's a good. I, it, it's a unique haunted house movie. Is it perfect? Absolutely not. But I mean, it's it's a good one. Um, like, what are some of the other ones? Not just the Amityville ones. Uh, the Changeling. Oh, yeah, the Changeling is top of the list. Yeah. It's without a doubt my favorite. Dorsey yeah. Scott was phenomenal. Yes. The whole cast was phenomenal. It has the best yeah, line George of all Scott. films where George C. Scott says, It's a hand. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, I mean, that's that's almost a given that that's pretty much the well, top of the list. Poltergeist, of course, as well. Right. I mean, there's the there's the it, big obvious ones, but the ones I like are these weird, you know, weird ones that no one is talking about. That, you know, they've got some unique thing. Like I really enjoyed um, the girl on the third floor. Yeah, that was a fun movie, and I liked. Why? What was his name? The guy. He's a wrestler. Uh, punk something. Punk. Oh, CM, oh, punk. CM punk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he had that Bruce Campbell Ash energy, and I really really enjoyed that movie. Hmm. There's a and train. He said that was uh, girl on the girl on the what? third floor. Third it's, floor, and I believe it is on Netflix. I'm gonna have to check that That's out. I think we you talked about like that last episode, yeah. didn't we? I, I know you'll like it, Jared. It, it was fun. I I didn't really get it at first, and I was just trying to get the vibe of the movie. And then, like halfway through, I, I it just kind of clicked into place, and I was just loving it. The, maybe the ending isn't the best payoff, but I really did enjoy the journey. It was fun. So yeah, Girl on the Third Floor is definitely, if you haven't seen it, very fun. Yeah. You know, talking about haunted houses since we're all stuck in a house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the scariest time. Yeah. I mean, what else is, I mean, anything else going on that we've hear, hearing about or? I think I've blabbed about everything I need to blab about. <laughs> Jerry, you, anything else? Uh, do some new music. I'm working on some stuff. Um, it's not done yet. I'm, I, I'm, I'm doing some mixing right now. Um, I've been, um, I did help some other people with some of their stuff. I did a weird, I was on Twitter and there was a, there was just a call for, Hey, I need a voice. I need a voiceover for uh, for a thing I'm doing uh, with a Southern accent. Uh, and I said, <laughs> I, I said, well, Hey, I can fake that. Right. Well, right. Uh, I and so I recorded this. Uh, I he sent me a script and I recorded this uh, very well written. Uh, it's like about a plague that comes to this town, and then it's I don't want to give it away because uh, it's not out yet. But it, it's right. uh, 
it's very fun. And so I'll, I'll uh, definitely talk about it. Maybe if I can get permission, maybe we'll play it on the show. But it's like me doing this. Nice. Rid- I'm doing a ridiculous, uh, like, southern accent. I'm like, I won't tell you a story. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, it's pretty funny. No, I, I want to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually sure. pretty good. I No, I'll, I will tell you this. I didn't know what to expect. And then when I got, he sent me the, the final thing and the music is very good. And I, and like kind of experimental and different. And I just, I thought it was going to be like synthwave, but it's like almost like Southern rock. Like, but it's, it's so kind of progressive. It's very strange. Very cool. A, a, a little avant-garde. Yeah. It's very yeah. good. Uh, huh. uh, it's an artist. Uh, Hazmat is his, is his name. Uh, <clears throat> very cool stuff. He used to do synthwave, but he's kind of doing all kinds of stuff. He just put out a single that was like, uh, it sounds almost Marilyn Manson-esque. Um, Almost like it makes like corn and Marilyn Manson. I mean, essentially is what it sounds like. Okay. Uh, with a diff- a little something else sprinkled in there. But I also did a, the smallest amount of vocals on that. Uh, there's like a gang vocal and I recorded a line. Uh, Gas mask for everyone. That's the line. Uh, so I'm mixed deep into that as well. So uh, that's, uh, that's that's pretty cool. So uh, uh, maybe we'll we'll link that on our Twitter or something. And Jared, I'll send it to you uh, privately. Yeah, for sure, man. Definitely would like to check that out. Yeah, it was just a strange uh, thing that happened, and I really had fun working with that. And so that was. So I also ended up doing uh, the album art for that guy's album. Oh, that's Not this weird. I was bored, and I was like, "Hey, if you need anything else, I'm hanging out." And he's like, "Well, I'm looking for art. Do you do art?" And I was like, "Sure, let's try it." So yeah, it was huh. really, really a lot of fun. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. Anything else from you guys? Not really that I can think of. Uh, the only thing I've been doing is uh, kind of starting to, to now that, you know, one thing is, is on pause for me um, and I've got a little more time. I'm starting to write some backstories for uh, some of Sean's characters for that comic. Yeah. So kind of a little dab here and there. And then, That's exciting you know, stuff. But uh, really past that, I mean, there's no huge comic book news. No, it's not a good thing right now. No, I mean, I I, I know DC is really kind of struggling with their titles right now. Um, I think the only thing really that's holding Marvel together is the fact that Hickman has got his hands in a lot of the the new X-Men stuff. But here lately, I've I've heard some complaints you know, with some of the other writers and artists. So, I mean, really, I think that whole industry is in flux right now. Yeah. So it'll come back, but man, it sucks to see it hurting like this. It it really does. I mean, you know, we, you know, me, especially since I'm a little older than you guys, you know, I was in that huge eighties, early nineties heyday of comics where, you know, there was 20 titles and you got all of them, you sure. know. If oh, I was on that too, you know. Come on now. I know, but I was a little earlier into the game. I was receiving like four different Spider-Mans per month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was usually going to the X-Men. comic book store. And, yeah, X-Men and Batman were my two big go-tos. X-Men was the big one for me in the 90s, for sure. I mean, X-Men was... That's why I was so in love with the new Hickman stuff, because it it, it really brought me back to those times. Well, yeah, and we've talked about that. Like I said, New Mutants. And the artists that they've gotten have kind of 
gone back to those roots. It's great. It was the most popular. Yep. You know, that each title kind of had its own art type. Yeah. They're continuing that. And sure. they, yeah, and they're continuing that now and some really good artists and I'm I'm just hoping it continues that way. Can it be, will. They're, they've they've taken a blow, but they'll right. come back. Yeah. All right. Well, Jared, anything else from you? You good? Yeah. I mean, much like Chris, you know, haven't been doing a whole lot and um, uh, just been basically hanging out and uh, playing games, watching some movies here and there, um, but really haven't had a whole lot of time really to do much of anything. Just got done. You know, moving the, my girlfriend down here to uh, the Jersey area. That's amazing. So that took a lot of time, as one can imagine. Yeah, so, but it's great. It's great that you guys are together. Yeah, yeah, for sure, absolutely. But uh, still trying to find time, like I said, to finish some games that's on the back catalog here, and yeah, that's really about it. <laughs> All right. Well, Chris, do you want to read the uh, – what is it? We got a, we got a Twitter. What is it? At Geek Sinks. Uh, at Geek Sinks uh, is our Twitter. Uh, find us on Facebook at Nerds Geeks in the Kitchen Sink. You can email us any suggestions, say we're full of shit or anything else like that at Nerds. Yeah. <laughs> Come at, at me, bro. Uh, we also have an Instagram account too. So find us at Nerds Geeks in the Kitchen Sink on Instagram. Maybe we should use um, those more. <laughs> we're going to work on that. <laughs> Starting this week, we're going to work on more. We are going to work on that more. And, and, and I just want to end with, I'm still in, you know, with Bane and Breath waiting for the new Mutants movie to come out. <laughs> <laughs> Never going to happen, Chris. Never going to happen. Damn it. If I've got to freaking drive all the way to California to go get that damn movie on 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 real and 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 bring it all the way back here i'm gonna see that effing movie you think it's on, you think it gets on film you're gonna go get a film uh, i don't care if i had it's gonna be done some way <laughs> okay well uh i mean that, that's that's very presumptuous of you to make or uh to think that the movie's gotten that far <laughs> it's i mean it was finalized they're still doing reshoots done <laughs> Years and years later. Oh, man. All right. Well, that's it for me. I'm DK. <laughs> I'm Chris. And I guess we're signing off. You guys have a good one. Stay safe. We'll yes. talk to you next time. Thanks for joining you us, guys. Jared. Bye. Yep. Thanks again for having me. Yeah, Peace. we love you. Bye. Yeah. And that's it. <laughs>